Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It is time to talk the greatest event that I was super lucky enough to go to two years ago in Miami. Oh, what a special time. Special time. It's that hallowed time of the year where many sports fans around Aotearoa head down to the pub, probably see Baz there for an early lunch, and don't come back. <laughs> you don't even need to understand what's going on. Watching the Super Bowl on a Monday is time honoured tradition for Kiwis everywhere. SEN's commentary team will be covering it all live out of LA with former NFL punter Ben Graham sitting alongside alongside experienced broadcaster Gerard Waitley as they provide the play-by-play for what should be an unforgettable showdown. Ben joins us now to give us his inside scoop on a day he is well familiar with, having previously played in the Super Bowl with the Arizona Cardinals. And, oh, hey, how good is that? And he's on the line with us right now, Ben Graham. <laughs> good morning, Ben. It's morning over here. How are you, bud? <laughs> yeah, good morning, guys. Well, I'm actually sitting here looking over the stadium as they're preparing the field. The buses are about to arrive. The ride in from the hotel was sensational. The memories from when I played in a big game 13 years ago have come flooding back. But I tell you what, when you've experienced it two years ago in Miami, LA has put on an absolute show this week. I arrived on Saturday. There were parties, the, the emotion and anticipation. There's not a better city in the world that can put on a a big show like this, but right now it actually feels like a little calm before the storm. So uh, actually getting a little bit toey, a little bit nervous, but I understand what the players are going through right now. And uh, it is, it's just uh, a waiting game until the game kicks off in about five and a half hours. Oh, it is the most unforgettable day out. The, you know, the boot parties outside leading into the game, mate. Tell us about the stadium, SoFi Stadium. Talk to us about this $5 billion stadium that the Super Bowl is at. Is it looking sharp, mate? Is, is it, is it going to be a blockbuster? Wow, I've never seen anything like it. The word I've been using is breathtaking. Now, I saw it for the first time mm. early in the week from the outside, and I was blown 
away. It doesn't actually look like a stadium from the outside. It looks like a piece of architecture that you could probably see from the moon. <laughs> like it is not mm. just a stadium. It's the entire precinct. And I mean, it's money well spent. It's state of the art. There's not a bad seat in the house. The activities, the activations, the size of the block of land that it sits on. Uh, it's, it's a whole town in itself. They're building the LA Clippers new stadium just across the road. It's a real mecca, sporting mecca. But even though it's only a 70,000-seat stadium, it's, uh, it's going to be rocking in a few hours when the game mm. kicks off. Hey, Ben, it's, uh, it's Baz here, mate. Just talk to us a little bit about the game itself. These, these two teams, are they, are they the, the two most deserving teams throughout the year that find themselves in the Super Bowl final? Well, it's a great question, and, and probably if I, a simple answer would be no, but obviously they've made the Super Bowl, so they do deserve this opportunity to play in the big game because of the form that they are in towards the back end of the season. So, But what we've got are two teams built completely differently. The LA Rams at the start of the year went all in. Matt Stafford, a quarterback, Bon Miller, from the Broncos, Odell Beckham Jr. mid-season, mm. Jalen Ramsey last year. They've gone free agency and traded players in. Where the Bengals, they went 2-14 and 14 two years ago. Number one draft pick overall, Joe Burrow, the quarterback. They drafted Jamar Chase, number five overall in last year's draft. Joe Mixon, their running backs through the draft. They've built their team through the draft. So you've got this young, confident team that have matured quickly. They've got a lot of swagger. And they've beat some really good football teams to get here. But the Rams, well, they, they are all in. And amazingly, Baz, for the first 54 Super Bowls, not a team played in their own stadium on Super Bowl Day. Last year, Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm. did it for the first time in Tampa. And the Rams yeah. doing it again. And you remember they hosted the NFC Championship last two weeks ago in the win over the 49ers. So it's, uh, the Rams are given the edge in this game. Uh, both because mm. of their mature status, experienced veterans and their approach to the season, but also it's in their home stadium. The Rams fans, they're everywhere. There's a few Bengals fans sprinkled in amongst them, but, yeah, it's amazing to think that it's the Rams, it'll be great to be here if the Rams can pull it off in their hometown, but if the Bengals do get up, it's just one of, it'll be the greatest fairy tale story that the NFL has produced, given where they've come from so quickly. Wow. Tell us, uh, that's great. I was going to ask you that question. What's the support like? And, and you've covered that. Being in LA, surely there's LA supporters everywhere, mate. Do, do you give, like, let's be honest, uh, I thought Kansas City would be playing the Super Bowl. Um, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey, I just thought that would be too good. But, but the Cincinnati Bengals have proved me wrong. Can they go one more? Do you see that unfolding? Can Joe Burrows inspire this team two years into the making in his NFL career <laughs> and get that dub? Well, you know what? It's a game of football. There are two teams, and there's going to be one winner. And we've seen upsets mm. galore, not only through this season, but through the playoffs. It has been the most exciting playoff series in my memory anyway. Yeah. It'll be a, a massive story for a young man, Smoking Joe. He's a winner. He's a great leader as a young man. He won the Heisman Trophy, a national championship in college. If he was to add a Super Bowl ring, and if the Cincinnati Bengals win, 
it's very often, most often, that the quarterback gets an MVP. If he's able to pick that award up, leading his team to a Super Bowl victory, this is going to be the start of a phenomenal career. Uh, but, look, it's a, it's a big ask for them. But you talk about LA and the Rams fans. I played in the league for eight years and never came to LA to play a game of football because they didn't have a team for so long. They've built this stadium. They've got the LA Chargers now up from San Diego. And they've got the, the LA Rams who came across from St. Louis about six years ago. But it's enough time for the LA people behind the Rams. And you can just feel it on the streets. It's just been building all week. And we're finally here. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Hey, mate, tell, tell us about your memories from 08 in the Super Bowl. Can you, can you share some little insights and some stories and, and, and that moment, that build-up for you? Tell us about your, your time. Well, if I talk about 2008, I probably need to talk about how that entire year unfolded. So I started at the New yep. York Jets, and I was playing mm. good football, um, enjoying life in New York, I just appeared on Sesame Street and rang the Wall Street bell, and you know things were. I was on top of the world, and then I got I had a bad game, got cut after week two, resigned for week three and four, cut after week four, picked up by the New Orleans Saints, played a game for them in London, and they only signed me because I had a passport. Got cut by them, got picked <laughs> up by the Arizona Cardinals, played for them for four weeks before the playoffs. I couldn't believe it. I'm making the playoffs, playing for the Cardinals, and four weeks later, I'm playing in the Super Bowl. It was just an amazing year, a, a sign, sort of a, an understanding of how cutthroat the NFL can be. I mean, in my position, there are only 32 yeah. jobs in the world. They're very hard to get, but yeah. even more hard to keep. But playing in the Super Bowl was a fantastic experience. The two weeks leading up to it, the first week you practice and work on the game plan in your home facility, but the second week you travel to the Super Bowl city, you try and minimise the distractions, but there are so many media day, there's tickets, there's you know, all sorts of things going on. They try and lock you down in the hotel. But when you're driving to the game, it becomes real. Those, mm-hmm. those anxieties, those, those, all the feelings that you have. But I guess what uh, builds that confidence is you know you've done the work and you're ready to execute when your number's called. And I mean, the day itself... I mean, we, we lost the game, but, but, you know, it wasn't about the result for me. It was about the journey, not only of 2008, but for my career to actually be the first Australian to play in the Super Bowl. It was just, uh, yeah. I lapped it up, soaked it up. I played well. Um, you know, even highlights off the field, halftime entertainment's a huge thing in the Super Bowl. I went out and had front row seats to the Bruce Springsteen concert at halftime, so <laughs> <laughs> it attended a rock concert halfway through the game. But uh, it was the fantastic memories. But it's just great to be back, not only in the states, but back to a Super Bowl. Yeah, hey Ben, that's such oh. a that's such an awesome story, mate. We really appreciate you sharing that with us as well. You can hear the passion in your voice for the game as well, and and just the journey. What about now, mate? Now that you're uh, getting opportunity as to cover the Super Bowl from, from the commentary team, working alongside old Gerard Waitley, who's just a fantastic broadcaster and, and huge NFL fan as well. So how do you enjoy that? Well, this is uh, another first. Uh, we have been calling the games for SEN uh, on early on Monday mornings. We cover the games. We, we bring in the feed. We talk about them. We update the NFL fans. So 
you know, we've, I've been doing that now for four or five years. We've got our own TV show, uh, which covers the game. But I'm just, you know, from when I played, I knew that there was going to be an uptake in fans across Australia and New Zealand wanting to understand the game. Because my motivation is if you understand the game and appreciate why it's played and the rules and some of the players, you're going to fall in love with it. If you, do, if you just say oh, it's two stop start and too long, well, and you don't understand it, well, you're going to turn off. But to engage those new sports fans, it's growing every year since I played in the Super Bowl. Now getting on the broadcasting side of it, you're just feeling like it's growing year after year. And they do such a great job. It's a spectacle. But, I mean, talking to Jared, he thinks the NFL is the perfect game for radio. It's a little bit like cricket. So it's not non-stop. So you have time to call the action, reflect on what's just happened, and then talk about what is about to happen. So there's moments and opportunities. So I'm going to learn from the great man. Uh, looking forward to it. And hopefully uh, we can continue to do uh, this year on year out for uh, forevermore. So that's actually that's a great point. I was, as you were explaining that about you know the stop-start nature and, and if you don't understand the rules, then you know, it can make it very difficult. It just, all I keep thinking is that's cricket. That is cricket. It's exactly the same thing. If you can actually explain the game and then people start to fall in love with it and they get the romance and they see it more as a, as a bit of a novel, right, rather than sort of reading a, a newspaper clip. And that's what Gerard's so good at as well. So I'm sure you guys are going to have a great time today and, and we'll certainly be listening as well because it's live from midday on SENZ as well on the SEN app. So go and listen to Ben and Gerard over there covering the Super Bowl. Well, before we let you go... Ben, who's your pick? Come on, put them out there. Let us know who yeah, you're backing. Well, uh, <laughs> well, um, oh, oh, that! No. This well, is like Jamie Richards, just when we're about to get oh. the good oil. <laughs> oh, we're just a big tease. This is like Valentine's Day, just a big old tease. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, stoked, I'm stoked that Danielle's getting better, but um. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you there? Ben, are you there? Yeah, yeah. I oh. think um, the the LA Rams. Baz, uh, <laughs> wow, he's not American. Mate. He's Australian. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> oh, no, I can't do an Australian accent, mate. <laughs> hey, guy, mate. Nah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, he's in America. Oh, okay, but yeah. allegedly as well, Bez, alleged, allegedly, apparently, uh, Larry Fitzgerald Good is doing thing. the commentary with um, with um, Ben Graham and Gerard Waitley. He is the ex-Arizona Cardinals wide receiver. He's a Hall of Famer, and Ben Graham would have played with him in 08 in that, in that Super Bowl final. So, um, yeah, apparently he's there as well, Larry, the great Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, that's a great story Ben was just saying, eh? Just what about the different rabbit holes and opportunities like the sliding door moments that your career can just go down, eh? And he had them all mm. within a short space of time and it eventuated <laughs> him standing there and being involved in the Super Bowl. It's quite fascinating. But we'll try and get we'll try and get Ben's pick for for the result of the Super Bowl today because I think you know, there'll be a few punters out there looking for a little bit of a steer into something, and we couldn't do it on Friday for you with the with the horses, so we might be able to do it today for with the Super Bowl, and we'll get your pick as well. Is who are you backing, mate? Mm. I want. 
I think LA Rams will be too good at home. I think LA Rams will be too good, but I'll be happy if Joe Burrows gets the gets the dub. But I think LA LA will be too good. Louis, I'm um, I'm actually on the Bengals bandwagon, and uh, this is a bit bit controversial because when Metaverse Mitch was here, I was saying that Josh Allen's a, I'd rather have Josh Allen for the next ten years at quarterback than uh, Joey Burrow, and now he's giving me crap, but I still believe that. But I think that this is Joe Burrow's time, so a little bit contradictory, but I'm with the Bengals, and we've actually got a fifty dollar TAB voucher for the for a bit of a comp we can run, boys. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the comp? Closest score. Closest to the score. I mean, there's so many. You kind of don't really realise, but people in New Zealand love their Super Bowl, love or love their NFL. So, why don't you try to tip us the score and closest too? We can hook you out with a voucher. Mm. All right. Oh, beautiful. Double eight, double three. Let us know. Or give us a call on the Kennard High phone line. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. And let us know your thoughts on the Super Bowl as well. Before we get off to a break, we better ask Joe. Because Joe's our NFL correspondent as well. Who are you backing in the Super Bowl, Joe? Well, I mean, logically, you should go with the Rams. The Bengals are one of the weakest teams in recent memory to go to the Super Bowl. But I just have to back Joey B. He's just so calm under pressure. He can take a hit. I think he'll be on the ground a lot. The Rams' defense is incredibly strong. But I think he's just got something special about him. And I think Stafford's going to throw a lot of picks on the other end. And I think they're going to win. Thanks, Joey B. (laughs) (laughs) That's Joey B, Street Farm, the kitchen. (laughs) Right, it is 7.21 here in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We'll be back on the other side with a little bit more Super Bowl, a little bit more NFL.